Hi, it's Terence Wallace, and welcome to my new series, Stories from the Road. In 2014, I decided to leave the corporate world behind and start my own business, Indelible Adventures Inc. This is a culmination of my writing, photography, speaking, and travel, and uh, gave me a great opportunity to travel the world. And so, with my writing, I've been able to gather and collect many stories from all my adventures. So this series is a dedication to all of those stories. I hope you enjoy them. Join me this week as I explore Berlin. Berlin is the second most populous city in the European Union, following closely after London. Berlin is also the cultural, political and media capital of Germany. I must admit, I wasn't sure what to expect on my trip to Berlin. The city itself is a mismatch of old and new, with a juxtaposition of the austere and the most modern and architecturally beautiful buildings all jumbled together, in fact, often right next to each other. It's clearly a function of the two very significant periods in history that have touched Berlin over the last century. Firstly, the Second World War, which is still evident in the historical reminders that you find all around the city in the ruins of a church, or the wall plaques that tell of the notable places or ghastly reminders of the moments in history, for example Kristallnacht and the burning of the central synagogue, or the clearly evident bullet holes, albeit patched up in the surviving buildings. The other set of reminders followed close on the heels of the war with the standoff between the East and West, when the city became the front line of the Cold War with the erection of the Berlin Wall. It's obvious when you walk the streets and neighbourhoods on either side of the wall, and just by looking at the architecture you can tell which side of the wall you would be standing on if it were today. I found that the old eastern sector of the city, the buildings were more utilitarian and with the same uniform design. Can you say 1960s ugly? Whereas in the west, the buildings have a more eclectic range of designs and architecture that are some of the most stunning that Europe has to offer. I must admit Berlin is a fantastic city to walk, with its wide boulevards and plentiful parks and gardens. It's easy to get around the city on foot. From a historical perspective, Berlin is a veritable treasure trove of museums, with many of them being free. My recommendation is to be selective and choose ahead of time, because there are so many great museums to explore. In addition, I would always recommend an audio guide for a small fee, as they really enhance the experience and fill in the gaps between the stories. For me, the most powerful museum in all of Berlin was the Jewish Museum. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of Daniel Liebenskind, but he is considered to be amongst the brightest and most accomplished architects of our time. For it was he who designed the Jewish Museum in Berlin, and created, in my mind, what is a tour de force that connects you with the building and all that it represents. It's one of those places that impacts you from the moment you begin your journey into the museum. As you walk down the steps, you're confronted with a long, desolate and featureless corridor. Making your way along the corridor and into the unknown, you find yourself in the Holocaust Tower and gripped by the cold, confined and dark space. It's almost suffocating. 
the other incredible permanent exhibit, was created by Menashe Kadishman, an Israeli artist entitled Memory Void, or The Fallen Leaves. Approximately 10,000 thick steel plates make up the floor of this space, but as you make your way across the space, the plates clank and groan and grind onto your feet, and it's very disconcerting. Stopping partway across the exhibit, I stood transfixed by the faces around me and the sounds that emanated from them. A profound and enormous sadness washed over me as I stood there taking it all in. I have no words to describe the feeling. All I know is that it touched my heart. Take your time as you explore, and whether it's in a museum or on the street, just slow down, stop, and take it all in. I find that creating indelible memories starts with the process of engaging all your senses. As I strolled through the wide boulevards of Berlin, I was drawn in by two fascinating buildings. The first is the Reichstag, or the Parliament Building, and the second was the Brandenburg Gate, or Brandenburg Tor, as they call it in German, both of which are in close proximity to one another, but also were on the same front line of the Cold War as they were physically hard up against the Berlin Wall. Seeing photographs of these buildings during the time prior to the Berlin Wall coming down, all you can see is a vast no-man's land, which encompassed both buildings. Fortunately for us today, each of these buildings have been fully restored, with the Reichstag now once again the Parliament Building for all of Germany. I would definitely recommend taking a tour up to the very top of the dome. It's absolutely spectacular and a great view of the city. The Brandenburg Gate is a focal point for every visitor to this beautiful city and one of the most photographed locations in all of Germany. If you're a history buff like me, you'll definitely want to see the topography of terror. This exhibition chronicles the rise of National Socialism in Germany through one of its darkest periods. The building sits atop the site that was once the Gestapo headquarters, where the Nazi regime planned and executed its many atrocities. Another building steeped in history is the New Synagogue. This building has been lovingly restored from its just total destruction during World War II. Gazing up and to admire the gold ribbed cupola of this synagogue, it's hard to imagine that this building was set ablaze by the Nazis on Kristallnacht in 1938 and totally destroyed by bombing during the war. With its Moorish inspired curves, the terracotta hue, it has risen from the rubble of the Third Reich and has been lovingly restored to its original state and is now the center of the Jewish quarter in Berlin. As you know, Germans love their beer, and Berlin is full of beer gardens, microbreweries, and beer halls. There's no better place to be on a sunny summer afternoon than in a beer garden watching the world go by. My favorite beer garden is the Hackenshare Market on the New Promenade. This great little uh, street is chock full of beer gardens and has lively entertainment and music. As with most modern cities, Berlin, like its cousins, also has a very vibrant food scene. My favorite, even though it was just a hole in the wall, is Dada Falafel. Uh, this is by far the best falafel in all of Berlin. In fact, I would argue Germany. You can hear the oil sizzling and smell the fresh mint as your food is prepared in front of you. 
Other tasty snacks include hummus, couscous, and halloumi. For a taste of everything, order the Dara Plata. During my most recent visit to Berlin, I stayed at the Casa Campa Berlin. Conveniently located at the corner of Rosenthaler Strasse and Gipsstrasse, and it was adjacent to the U-Bahn station at Wienmeisterstrasse. Being steps from the U-Bahn station made it really easy to get around the city when I wasn't walking. Berlin also has world-class transportation, including the U-Bahn and S-Bahn train services. It's also incredibly cheap at 2.7 euros per trip. It's understandable why Berlin is one of Europe's top cities. From its friendly and welcoming locals to its vast array of museums, galleries, landmarks and neighborhood markets, it's an energetic and vibrant city full of charm. And whether you walk, cycle or take public transportation, it's a very easy city to navigate and explore and one which I can't wait to come back to and visit. Thanks for listening, and until next time, as they say in Germany, Auf Wiedersehen! If you'd like to learn more about Indelible Adventures Inc. and the services that we provide, please visit our website at www.indelibleadventures.com. Thanks for listening, and have a great day!